Welcome to the Less Than Perfect Podcast, where we discuss motherhood, marriage, and all of life's miscellaneous moments. And I am your host, Winifred Sakina Monique. Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in today. This week's Miscellaneous Moments episode is all about leveraging your day, where I'll be discussing some of the benefits of getting up early and developing and maintaining a healthy morning routine. I'll be covering some key sections from a book that an acquaintance of mine shared on her social media platform entitled The 5am Club. I was so intrigued by that title that I had my husband add it to his Audible account so I could listen to it later. In addition to the book, I have also included some information from a few different articles that I found interesting. Ever since I've been a stay-at-home wife, mother, and entrepreneur, I have struggled with creating a consistent and structured daily routine for myself. And now with my daughter being at the preschool age and my son doing digital learning from home, it's become more difficult for me to prioritize my time in a way that allows me to be proactive about my children's daily educational needs, productive as an entrepreneur, and attentive as a wife all throughout the day. I find myself constantly making multiple to-do lists and sometimes getting through the entire list and sometimes not. And sadly enough, My personal self-care journey tends to also fall by the wayside from time to time because it's been a constant uphill battle trying to do all things and be all things. I have recently began thinking of ways that I can improve my personal quality of life. And as much as I have tried to avoid it, it seems like the only solution that could potentially result in some type of reward would be for me to start my day much earlier than I do now. With that in mind, I thought that the 5am club by Robin Sharma would be a good place for me to start because it sounds like an interesting read. I've been listening to it for a while now, about a week or so. And while it did start off kind of slow and I was having second thoughts, I gave it another chance. And I'm glad I continued listening to it because it does have an interesting storyline. But even more than that, it is full of insightful information that I'll be sharing with you. Some of the areas that I thought would be interesting to share on the show today pertain to what the author describes as four interior empires. Basically, what these four areas consist of are your mindset, your heart set, your health set, and your soul set. And I will be going into detail about all four of those areas. What he says is that we should concentrate on upgrading these four interior empires during our victory hour. And the victory hour, he says, is from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. And when you put that into perspective, I think that's a pretty good way to look at it. And he also recommends owning your morning and elevating your life. And I thought that was a very good I guess you could call it a slogan, but that is actually one of the sentences or phrases that I'm actually going to put on a sticky note and remind me of every day. I think it's a good affirmation for myself. So just to get into a little bit more detail, the personal mastery equation is what he's calling the areas I'm going to be sharing today. Calibrating your mindset is essential. In other words, think optimistic thoughts because improving your mind does improve your life. 
And while the mindset is very important, it's only 25% of the personal mastery equation that the author speaks about. Your deepest beliefs drive your daily behavior. This was also another affirmation I'd like to say that I think that would be cool to include or remind ourselves of every day. The second interior empire that the author talked about was heart set. And to go into a little bit more detail regarding that, he basically says that heart set is your emotional life. And he says that you won't win if your heart is full of anger, sadness, disappointment, or resentment. And he describes these feelings as toxic and that they will weigh you down. And in the words of Sigmund Freud, who wrote, unexpressed emotions never will die. They are buried alive and they will come forth later in uglier ways. So with that being said, it's important to work on not just our mindset, but our heart set as well, because it directly relates to our emotional life and our feelings and how we react to things. If we want to experience exponential growth and unparalleled performance, we need to focus on a masterful mindset as well as rebuild and reinforce a winning heart set. And for me, those are two areas that I think are very important and things that I am going to be working to put into practice. The third area of importance that the author shares is related to health set. And health set is basically what it sounds like. Working on improving your health, exercising, you know, because when you exercise and you create healthy habits in that way, your lifespan is extended. And that's basically what he talks about. And he says that health set is about dialing in your physical dimension. So your brain is operating at its highest cognition. I can really agree with that. Granted, I'm not doing a bunch of exercising, but right now when I do my yoga in the morning, it does give me some clarity. It helps my body. I just feel really, really good and refreshed once I'm finished. And so with health set, it's very important because you're igniting your energy, dissolving your stress, and you're expanding your level of joy. And the fourth key area that the author shared pertained to soul set. And it's basically has to deal with feeding your spirit daily, which is an activity of genuine leadership royalty, according to the author. And since mindset is all about psychology, heart set is all about your emotionality, and health set is all about your physiology, soul set is all about your spirituality. My interpretation of this is to spend some time meditating on how we wish to show up in the day ahead and reflect on what we want to accomplish. And when it comes to soul set, for me, I know that in reference to putting it into practice in my life, I will be meditating, working on affirmations, because there are a lot of areas that I think I could benefit from as it relates to these practices. According to the author, with better daily awareness of our mindset, heart set, health set, and soul set, we will make the better daily choices that guarantee the better daily results. So the reason that I wanted to share those few tidbits about the book that I am currently listening to. I'm not going to say reading because reading takes up a ton of time. At least when I have the audiobook, I'm able to multitask. But the reason why I wanted to share it is because I thought that those areas alone were very interesting aspects to consider when you're trying to make new daily habits. And for me, 
it's a good way for me to start because most people do know I tend to post about self-care and different things that I'm working on. The one thing I can say that I'm proud of in terms of consistency is that I have still been continuing to do my yoga. And I've actually gone from doing 10 minutes a day to doing 30 minutes a day. And I'm excited about it. And it's been doing me pretty good in terms of making me feel clear and, you know, refreshed. The next step for me personally would be to add back the cardio. And I admit that I have dealt with going back and forth in reference to my consistency. And it is a constant battle for me to overcome because, you know, life happens and we get distracted and sometimes it's hard to refocus. So with this particular book, I wanted to try it out and see if I thought that it would be something that would be helpful for me. And so far it has been still new, still, you know, getting acclimated to it. But uh, waking up at 5am in the morning actually has been pretty refreshing. I did it every now and then before, but it wasn't on purpose. You know how you just wake up in the middle of the night and you can't go back to sleep. Well, now I'm actually doing it with a goal in mind to stay up, to become active and to set a schedule for myself. And personally, what my goal is, is that when I wake up in order to put the mindset improvement in place, I'm waking up, I am thinking about what I want to do for that day. I'm being positive and I'm mentally setting goals for myself. I'm not writing anything down. I'm just getting some clarity as it relates to how I want my day to look with the heart set, I am just being positive about the fact that yes, I'm up. This is something that I'm not normally doing, but I am putting effort into getting up. And that's pretty much half the battle to achieving the goals that I've set for that day. I'm being positive about it. I'm being optimistic about it. And I'm seeing what the end of my day looks like in my head. So that way I know, okay, so I'm getting up, but I have a plan in place and this is how I'm going to approach it for the day. And so it's kind of like for me, thinking it into existence. And I don't know how many other people do that, but for me, it does work because at least I know in my head what I want to do for myself. And then when it comes to health set, it's been good for me because I'm doing my yoga first thing in the morning. Granted, I've always put it into practice, but sometimes it would be like mid-morning or in the afternoon. And sometimes I would borderline not make it because it would get later in the day. But by doing it first thing in the morning, I get it out the way and I can feel good about the rest of my day knowing that even if I didn't go run around the block, jump rope for like 30 minutes or even get on the rowing machine that I have just yet, I'm working toward that. If I can at least be proud about the 30 minutes of yoga that I did put in, I can feel accomplished in that aspect. And soul set, I think that one is very important because I feel like meditation can help keep people grounded. And for me, I think that meditation will help me as it relates to different aspects of my life that I'm dealing with in terms of my health and things of that nature. So working with these four areas helps me to prioritize goals that I have set for myself. 
I'm interested in continuing on with the book to see how things end up. I may do another episode to talk about it more. But basically, I chose the book because it was something that I wanted to try out and I thought it was interesting enough to share. And hopefully somebody else will be interested in it as well and maybe check it out. I do have to give a shout out to a friend of mine that actually uh, shared it. And I have to let her know that I thought it was interesting enough to make a part of my podcast episode. So hopefully she hears this. So like I said earlier in the broadcast, in addition to the book, as I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, I also found a couple of articles that I wanted to share information about that talk about the benefits of waking up early as well. One of the articles that I found was entitled, What are the Benefits of Waking Up Early? And the website link will be linked in my show notes. According to the article, waking up early helps you sustain a healthier diet because people who wake up earlier tend to take time to eat breakfast. I can personally relate to this because I know that for me, being up earlier gives me time to consider what I want to eat and what is healthy and agreeable to my stomach. Getting up earlier ensures going to bed earlier. And in turn, it helps your skin look healthier. This I will have to start paying attention to once I have developed a consistent morning routine. Also, getting up earlier gives you more time to exercise before your day gets busy. I definitely agree with this because I know that if I say I'm going to go work out later in the day, I usually get so busy doing other things, I never get to it. The article also says that getting up early allows for better concentration, allows more time to be productive at the start of your day. And this is truly a must because I know once my children are up, any time that I need to focus on my business decreases because I have to allow time to meet their needs. Getting up early is said to increase your quality of sleep because you inadvertently develop a routine and your body gets used to it. And for me, it will also allow me that quiet time I need in the morning just to ground myself and prepare my mind, body, and soul for the day before everyone in my house gets up and starts moving around. This article also included nine helpful steps to creating a habit of waking up early in the morning, which consists of the following. Step number one, start slowly. For instance, try setting a goal to wake up about 15 minutes earlier than your usual time and continue to practice this until you're able to make it to your goal. For me, my personal goal is to be able to wake up every morning at 5 a.m. Hence my reason for sharing what I have learned so far while reading the book, The 5 a.m. Club. Step two says sleep early, which basically requires you to change the time you go to bed. In order to do that, You want to get the kids to bed early and or go to bed when you put them to bed. For me, if I can finish my day by 9 p.m. and wind down enough to be in bed by 10 p.m., I'm doing really good. I know this is going to be a challenge for me because I am normally a night owl, but my lifestyle requires a change. And I understand that. So I'm working on it. Number three says set an alarm. 
For this, I actually have a bedtime setting on my iPhone. And when I set an alarm using this feature, it has the most pleasant wake up alerts I've ever heard. It just makes me want to get up in the morning. But the true test will be if it still has the same effect on me when I'm using it to wake up at 5 a.m. instead of 7 a.m. I guess we'll see. Step four is to step out of the bedroom to get away from that comfortable mattress and cozy comforter, which is definitely my personal weakness because I can't even front. My comforter feels so good. I have slept in longer than I needed to on more than one occasion. And I know that's a bad thing. So in order to put this step into practice, I usually leave my first eight ounces of water by my bedside so I can have it when I wake up. But what I think I might do is just make myself get out of bed and go to the kitchen and get water. I'm far enough away from my bed so that way I won't be enticed to get back in. Step five, have a good reason. And I think that being an entrepreneur is a pretty good reason because we could get so much more done in the morning, increasing our grind and hustle, which should in turn result in an increase in revenue. And if not, that should be the goal. And I do acknowledge that this is an area that really needs work. So I am really banking on this whole 5 a.m. club methodology. Step number six. Consider it a reward. In other words, think of something fun that you get to do as a result of waking up early. For me, it would actually be sitting out on my back deck and enjoying a breakfast of bagel and lox maybe and a homemade mocha latte and not having to share with anyone because they will all still be sleeping. Step seven, use the extra time for yourself. For me, this means actually getting back to doing some writing in peace and quiet, because as much as I enjoy doing it, I don't get to make time for it because I need to be able to concentrate and daydream in peace. And anyone with children still at home or even pets can attest to how difficult it can be to focus. Prime example is that I have been so preoccupied all week with my motherly and wifely duties, my creative juices that I needed to get my podcast written and produced didn't start until the ninth hour. And when I finally had a few moments to myself and that time still got interrupted, but I finally got it done. Number eight, eat less before bedtime. I can totally agree with this because I do find myself snacking on unhealthy items when I stay up late working on a project. But by getting up so early, I'll get tired earlier and get to bed before I get a chance to get hungry after dinner. And number nine, make a firm decision to get up. This actually works because I was able to get up at 5 a.m. without trouble. This is, of course, after hitting the snooze button one time. But after nine minutes, I was up and at it. I did a little yoga, had a moment of reflection, committed to finalizing this podcast, and then boom. Who do I hear at 6.30 in the morning? My three-year-old daughter who decided to come down to my office when she didn't find me in my usual spot waiting for her to cuddle with me. And there went my productivity for the morning. Because there is now oatmeal to be warmed and biscuits to be put in the oven. And four hours later, which included breakfast and cuddle time, I finally get to wrap things up. Well, at this point, I just thought it would be cool to hear about what time some successful people wake up, according to the Huffington Post. This article is slightly dated, being written in 2017, but I still thought it was interesting. According to the article written by Andrew Merrill, entitled, This is When Successful People Wake, some studies have shown that 90% of executives wake up before 6 a.m. on weekdays and nearly 50% of self-made millionaires wake up at least three hours before their day actually begins. 
Apple CEO Tim Cook wakes up at 3.45 a.m. every morning to go through emails, exercise, and grab a cup of coffee before settling into his workday. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is already in the gym by 4 a.m. to get an edge on the competition. Starbucks exec Howard Schultz gets up at 4.30 a.m. to walk his dogs, exercise, and then makes his coffee to get the day going. Jack Dorsey, co-founder and CEO of Twitter and Square, wakes up at 5 a.m. to meditate, exercise, make coffee, and then check in for his workday. LinkedIn CEO Jeff Weiner wakes up at 5.30 a.m., checks emails, reads the news, exercises, meditates, and eats breakfast all before 9 a.m. And Richard Branson rises with the sun at 5.45 to exercise and eat an early breakfast before work. These were just a few of the successful people that I chose from the article that woke up around before a little after 5 a.m. just to support more of the main topic of this particular episode. I also found another article that shared a few additional people that I wanted to share and I thought was interesting. The other article was written by Sabrina Cognata, and it's entitled 10 Celebrity Early Birds Who Rise Before the Sun to Be More Successful. Mark Wahlberg is up by 2.30 and starts his morning routine with prayer and a round of golf. Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank rises at 5.45 to check on the markets in London and Tokyo. Dwayne The Rock Johnson Jack Dorsey and Richard Branson were also mentioned in this article, right along with none other than Benjamin Franklin, who coined the phrase, early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. He himself typically woke up around 5 a.m. And Michelle Obama, who was in the gym by 4.30, now that is serious goals because the best I got at the moment is making it down to my home office slash gym to start my 30-minute yoga routine by 5.15 a.m. Okay, so there you have it. I've shared some information with you about a really good book that I've started and I've shared with you my intentions on starting and maintaining my goals in reference to getting up at 5 a.m. I know it's very, very, very optimistic of me and I'm looking forward to the challenge. I know I might have some days where it may be a little bit rough, but honestly, although I've only done it for two days so far, it has really been beneficial to me. And the articles that I read were helpful as well. So for those of you out there who have taken the time to listen to my podcast, I hope that you found some beneficial information as well in what I've shared today. To sum things up, getting up earlier does allow you to get a head start on your day before the distractions start rolling in. You feel more in control of your day and you have more motivation, especially if getting out of bed was half the battle. And in most cases, getting up earlier, implementing those healthy habits of eating breakfast and exercising undoubtedly will lead to and result in being highly productive throughout the remainder of your day. Well, that's all I have for today. And I really hope you enjoyed the information that I shared and were able to gain some value from it as well. And you've been listening to the Less Than Perfect Podcast. 
Again, I'm your host, Winifred Sakina Monique, and I'd like to thank you for allowing me a moment of your time. If you would like to be a guest on the show or would simply like to suggest a topic for discussion, please send me an email at thelessthanperfectpodcast at gmail.com or send me a DM on Instagram at thelessthanperfectpodcast. And as we come to a close, I would like to leave you with a personal affirmation of mine. I am not defined by what others think of me, but by my own actions. Therefore, my personification is defined by me. Until next time, peace and love, everybody. Take care.